Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast with your host, Brian Hill, County Executive of Fairfax County, Virginia. Connect with County Leaders gives listeners the opportunity to hear County Executive Hill discussing the county's opportunities, priorities, and issues with leaders from around the county. Hello and welcome to Connect with County Leaders. I am Brian Hill, and I am so, so, so excited to have my friend, Arvin Minocha, President and CEO of Wolf Trap Foundation, as today's guest. Uh, there are so many incredible things happening at Wolf Trap because of you, sir. Uh-oh. So give me an overview of what is happening today that you want <laughs> everybody to know about, because whenever we talk, we chat. It's always over good food, though. Always. Always. But we chat for hours. So tell us what's going on with, with Wolf Trap today in your, in your eyes. Uh, Well, first off, thanks for having me. I think this is great. I love that you're doing this. Um, (laughs) You make everything a lot more fun, so that's good. I try. I'm trying. Uh, What is new at Wolf Trap? You know, we're getting up. uh, We're getting ready for the summer. Mm -hmm. I think like everybody in this community, we're all ready for summer. The weather's changing. We've had an incredible year at the barns. Our teaching artists are out in the schools. But at this point, you know, school's about to end. Summer's about to come. And um, we're just trying to get everything ready for everybody. When, when you say you're trying to get things ready for everybody, like how many shows do you put on during the summer months? During the summer months, we'll do 70 concerts on our big main stage at the Feline Center. We'll do 30 concerts at our children's theater out at Wolf Trap National Park during the day. Mm-hmm. And we'll be running a whole opera season at the barns at Wolf Trap all summer long. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transition this yeah. question into schools. Yeah. Because you mentioned that. That's one of the three things we're going to talk about, okay. obviously. Opera is going to be one, and then All we're right. going to go back to the big events. Yeah. But you are so integrated into the community with, yeah. with Fairfax County Public School System. How many places or how many schools do we have Wolf Trap? Uh, we are throughout Fairfax County Public Schools. You know, our uh, education programs really focus on early childhood education and bringing the arts into the classrooms for very, very young learners. You know, Mm -hmm. we believe so strongly in the value of the very best educational opportunities for kids before the age of eight. You know, there's so much that's happening with a kid at three, four, five, six, seven years old. And uh, we have been partnering with Fairfax County Public Schools, I believe, all the way back to 1980, 1981, perhaps. So we're in every corner of the county, uh, public libraries as well. And um, we really think that partnership with the Fairfax County Public Schools is not only, we think, a model for the nation, but it is really the model for the nation because we work throughout the country, but the core of what we do is here in Fairfax County. So, Arvin, I'm going to ask you this question in, in a slightly different way because I agree with you, the integration with our school system is absolutely fantastic and it's under your leadership. How can we get better? I mean, what things, if it was Brian and Arvid sitting in, uh, in the restaurant talking about things that can get better with the partnership and the collaboration? Because, you know, as we go through our strategic plan, cultural and recreational opportunities is key to me. Mm-hmm. How can we get better and, and more in tune with what's going on with Wolf Trap and the schools from a county perspective? Well, you know, the county's been supportive of that relationship for a long time. So, you know, we're very grateful for that. And I think it does speak to the value both parties place on the work we're doing and partnership. 
I think, you know, I'm a Fairfax County resident myself. I think we all like to see our cornerstone and civic institutions working well together. Mm -hmm. And I think the very fact that you asked that question to me encapsulates the whole thing. You know, could we, you know, go offline and figure out with our teams how to brainstorm? Of course. You know, there's always room to do more and better. I don't believe that any of our work is ever done. I think when people say, oh, I, I, I completed that goal or I reached that goal, I think you're not really setting the goal high enough, right? right. you got to always strive to do more. Um, I just want to make sure, and I'm sure you do too, that every child who goes through Fairfax County Public Schools has not only an opportunity to be touched by the bullstrap methods, but really has every opportunity that life can bring them, right? We're, yeah. we're part of a yes. large panoply yeah. of opportunity. Right. So – Opera. Yeah. Opera. Yes. At Wolf Trap. Uh, yes. Come on now. Bring it. What you got? Okay. Here's my thing All about right. Wolf Trap Opera. So we train the very, very, very best artists in the country. And what I always like to say to folks is even if you're not an opera person yet, you live in Fairfax County, it's in your backyard, know that you are on the winning team, <laughs> right? If you look across and somebody said, here's a list of 25 of the greatest voices in our country today, I don't know, half of them would have come through the Wolf Trap program. You know, it, the, the rate of success is so high that I always say to folks, if you are interested or curious, come and see something at the Barnes or at the Feline Center you are almost guaranteed to be hearing young voices who are going to be international superstars in the next five to ten years. Be proud of your winning team. Now, that is absolutely phenomenal. So when you look at the new talent coming up, yes. does anybody or any – how many of them are rising to your, to your level where you say, watch out for these one or two people? Well, let's put it this way. We get every year roughly 1,000 to 1,200 okay. applicants to this program. Wow. We accept 2%. Okay. It's, it, we're already taking the very, very top of the iceberg, right, the, the, the peak. Right. Um, any one of them is bound to be a major star in that world soon enough, and, and many of them have been. If you look at even – the Denise Grays of the world or the Speedo Greens of the world yeah. or the Christine Gerkes of the world or the Allen Health, they've all come through this program. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people who come and explore an art form that they may not be familiar with, A, because it's their backyard, but B, because we try to make it easy and accessible, where you can sit out on the lawn, bring a picnic, bring your kids. I think a lot of people explore things they don't necessarily know too much about at Wolf Trap because it's so easy to do right. it. But, you know, many people don't really know that it's a national park. It's yeah. part of the national park system. People it don't is. realize that. You know, it, I mean, there's portions that are not, but it is yeah, yeah. It's no, part no. of the national park system. Absolutely. And, well, and, yeah. and, and, you know, trying to bring the, 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 the culture and the history into your venue is what we're trying to do with this podcast and with our strategic plan. The more we can articulate what you're bringing to the community, the more access people have. And that's what we're trying to do with One Fairfax. We're trying our, our, our best to bring people to you as well as bring artists that maybe nobody knows about to you. Now, when you say 1,200 people 
apply for opera, you mm. say 2%, you, you know, you're looking at 24, 25 people. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Just, I mean, what kind of vetting process is that? Uh, extensive. <laughs> you know, we audition people. We audition all around the country. Uh, my team who runs the opera program, who are all quite brilliant artists themselves, they go out and listen, you know, eight, nine cities around the country, and um, they want to make sure that anyone who's talented at that level gets heard. Okay. Now, opera is fun. Yeah. Um, I also understand that you're hosting the first festival in almost 20 years, the Out and About Festival. I'm coming. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just letting you know that I'll right now. I'll be there. Tell us a little bit about that, and how did that come back after so long of a hiatus? You know, we've been... Um, Talking about doing a full campus festival for a few years, um, of course, you know, pandemic, the last couple of years, everything got a little bit slower and on hold. We've also been making a lot of investments and changes to the park, and we want to show it off to everybody who comes in, you know, beyond the Feline Center. There's lots of yeah. new amenities at the park. And, um, you know, Brandy Carlisle is an artist that we have a long history with. Uh, she's been playing at Wolf Trap for many years. She's actually also played at the Barnes at Wolf Trap right. in a very special uh, engagement. And uh, we wanted to build something around her. You know, I feel like Brandy's kind of the moment. You yeah. know, yeah. She, she kind of encapsulates a lot about what's great in the country, in music, her artistry, what she stands for. And so working with her, we kind of built a festival around Brandy Carlisle. She's going to be headlining both nights. But the other artists on the stages, you know, at the Children's Theater, at our Meadow Pavilion, which is back behind the Feline Center, and then on the main stage itself, all of the artists kind of live in a Brandy universe. You know, <laughs> many of them are personal friends of hers, and they've worked together. There's an aesthetic line that joins them all. They're all LGBT or LGBTQ allies. This is a, a moment and a weekend to really, um, I think, highlight the very best of what Brandy brings right, to the world. Right, right. Do you have a date? June 23 and 24. June 23 and 24. You should check our website to be clear. I, I'm, it's it's I, the third week of June. It's, it's a Saturday and Sunday. Of, third week of June, Saturday <laughs> or Sunday. Well, we're going to come back to make sure that we have the right uh, date. How many different showcase uh, shows are going to be happening or mm. artists? Mm. I shouldn't say shows because it's one or two shows, but it's a, a lot of artists. How many different artists are going to be associated? And I'm not holding you to the... For the that, summer? No, just for this festival. Oh, for the festival. Um, we've got a children's theater programs in the morning, uh, a couple of artists in the afternoon in the uh, meadow stage, and then uh, two or three artists per night on the main stage. So it's a full day's worth of activity. So how many employees do you have working for Wolf Trap full-time? Uh, you know, full-time for the foundation is roughly 100 year-round. Uh, you know, in the summer, that number swells pretty considerably because, right. you know, at, at the park, we have a lot of seasonal mm -hmm. young people, especially. That could be three to four hundred people. So let's break this into the foundation. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the foundation. I know we do a lot of work with yeah. the foundation yeah. and schools and things as such, but I don't think people realize yeah, that sure. Wolf Trap has a foundation. Yeah, sure. So the history really, in a, in a nutshell, is our founder was a woman named Catherine Schaus, who was a real visionary and a real uh, influencer in this whole region. I mean, her, yeah. her shadow is very wide in this area. And um, she decided to donate her property out there to the national government on the condition that it becomes the National Park for the Performing Arts. <laughs> so we work with the National Park Service very closely. The foundation was created to be the nonprofit partner of the National Park Service. 
So we are responsible for programming the artists, for selling the tickets, for doing the fundraising. There's other things on, on property that we share with the Park Service. The Park Service does things like maintain all the land, maintain the buildings. Um, they, you know, you, you'll see ushers out there, park rangers as ushers yeah. and security, and you know, they help greet people at the door. So it's a really smooth and um, unique partnership. But the foundation is the nonprofit arm. And you know, as much as uh, our primary is working at the parks with the park service in the summer, to your point, we run education programs, you know, here and across the country. We program the barns. We have the opera program. There's a number of things that yeah. are outside of the park service. Well, you know, uh, the first time you and I met, you uh, made a reference to me about the Hollywood Bowl, and uh-huh. I said, "Yeah, I know where that is because yeah. we're both." Uh, I went to school in California. You came from California. When you when and I asked you this question, what do you view as the differences between Wolf Trap and the Hollywood Bowl? Because that both are very prestigious. Yeah. And I'm so happy to have you as a friend that said I have a friend that ran the Hollywood Bowl as well as Wolf Trap. Well, I'm kinda, it's kind of cool to be honest with you. <laughs> You're big time. Well, I get to say I'm friends with the county executive. Oh my gosh! But you better not say that in mixed company. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the bowl is a great place. You know, there's a number of really iconic outdoor festivals in this country, the bowl being one, Wolf Trap obviously being one, Um, you know, the Ravinia Festival outside Chicago, Tanglewood outside Boston. You know, there's some cornerstone places that I think help define summer for their citizens. And, um, you know, the bowl, there's there's, there's commonalities, there's some differences, there's difference in size and climate and weather, and, you know, the, the physical space is a little bit different. But the philosophy is is very similar, which is, I think I got into this business because I love the notion that we can be stewards of a facility that helps bring everybody together. Right. You know, and it's a little old fashioned, but I think it's noble. We really do try to be relevant to everybody who lives in this region. That's hard to do. It is, and, it, and it's, I mean, it's you, a never-ending quest. I mean, I'm sure we're not there yet. We're, we're always striving. Right, right. Well, you know, when I, um, again, when I first met you, we talked about moving to this area. Obviously, we, we talked community. Um, we, we talked about all types of people that are, should be welcome in our community. You and I work very diligently to ensure that everyone feels welcome. You, my friend, have taken another step towards making this community one of the best communities in the United States of America. We are so honored and privileged to have people like you and your team. You have worked into, you have integrated what you do with our strategic plan. You were working with Fairfax County Parks, I mean, excuse me, Fairfax County Public Schools. You got the Park Service, because we're all about arts, and you know, April is Poetry Month, and this is where we are now. Arts Fairfax, you, the symphony orchestra, these are things that we are trying to bring to all facets in Fairfax County, all people in Fairfax County through a, a lot of genres, different mm. genres. Mm. If you said to me, Brian, this is the one thing I would want you to do as county executive mm. to help support me, what would it be? Well, you know, I come from L.A., as you mentioned, and um, the county in L.A. had a great, (laughs) great park and ride system that brought people to the bowl. So maybe we should try to uh, figure that out for everyone. Uh, No, no. You know, (laughs) it doesn't have to be that space age. But anything we can do to help bring people to the arts, to nature. 
Okay. You know, we can do, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, the programming is a way, to, it's a calling card. It's a way to get people interested and get people, you know, on the radar screen. But, um, you know, transportation, ease, anything that makes it more palatable for somebody to take that chance and try something new is a good thing. Well, I know that you have a lot of people coming mm-hmm. to your venue. I'm going to work with you on making it a little bit easier to, and accessible. Um, we are currently in the stages of hiring a new transportation director. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when that person comes on board, not saying that the person that we have here wouldn't or couldn't help if I haven't asked that question. But now that you've given me this as a thing to think about and to do, because supporting you and bringing arts and culture to our county is key, and I need it to be accessible. Um, I've got I've got ideas. So when when you're ready for that conversation with your new person, let me know because I think there's there are models that we could follow here. To you know what I love is for everybody in the county to have a sense that the county is helping making this easier for me. Absolutely. Right. I, I love that it's there. I lo- you know I might live far away. I might have kids in daycare, and I got to figure out time. Like there's a lot of reasons people don't aren't able to make the leap. And I think if we can do anything to break those barriers down to facilitate that, I think that's awesome. That's going to be our goal All right. for this upcoming year. We always have goals, and we always set forward with our goals. And we t- typically, you and I, get to where we need to be. This one, we're going to get to where we need to be. Well, I love that you're saying this on uh, the air, on video and on audio, because that means that everyone's heard it. So we're going to make this happen. We're on air now. <laughs> Are we live now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look, John McCutcheon, uh, Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center, Daryl Scott, the Averitt Brothers, Taj Mahal, John Legend, Night and Day USA, Charlie Poo, India Girls, Lauren Hill. I think you've got a pretty good mixture of people coming through uh, Wolf Trap. And as we close this podcast, because... I really, when when they were asking me who do I want to bring on, right? I'm not going to say you were first. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because I had to set this up. But you are second. <laughs> I know. Because I appreciate economic that. diversification with Victor Hoskins and trying to ensure that we are having the economic viability and vitality to support endeavors as such. If there's if 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 in closing, mm. if there's anything that you want to tell the public you want to tell the county residents about Wolf Trap, what would it be? Uh, you know, I'd like to always thank everybody for the support. These last couple of years getting through pandemic and all that was hard, and the people around here really stepped up to make sure that we made it. Um, I like to say, if you haven't been to Wolf Trap, you know, I, I, I've said this before, if you were, you know, dropping in from the sky and you wanted to get a sense of, like, who lives in Fairfax County, right? I'm, I'm from some distant galaxy, and I don't know this Fairfax County. I would say to our visiting aliens, come to Wolf Trap six nights in a week in the summer. Because in that week, you will see everybody who lives here. You know, the, 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 our approach is very deliberate to really connect across a pretty wide spectrum. I think if you spend five or six nights in a row at Wolf Trap, you see everybody. You see every single type of person who lives in Fairfax County. You heard it right here on Connect with (laughs) County Leaders. (laughs) My friend Arvin said, six nights a week, come see the aliens. Is that what I heard? (laughs) Well, if we can, you know, if the aliens decide to stay, we can make introductions and 
I think we're maybe getting off onto a tangent here. And my, my friend, I, I am so happy, one, to know you, one, to be able to, just to dialogue with you. Um, whenever we go out and have dinner and lunch, I really appreciate your sound, calm wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, come support Wolf Trap with my friend Avin Minocha here in the Connect with County Leaders podcast. President and CEO of Wolf Trap Foundation. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I look forward to joining and look forward to joining me again next month on another episode. And Ovid, thank you. You are absolutely phenomenal, and I really thank you for allowing me into your world because without you, I would have known what Wolf Trap was. So thank you so much, and everybody, please. Until next time, come support Wolf Trap. We'll chat. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, sir. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune in to Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.